Welcome back to the Jojatorium. We're here for another action-packed episode that I'm not as excited for the first half of, but that is not to say that we don't have some exciting news for you, and I cannot believe I get to finally say this, that Full Pint Beer is back. Our friend, Mr. Robert Nacho, a.k.a. Bobby Nacho, is placing his brewing genius into a Pittsburgh staple that brought us beers like Chinooky, Night of the Living Stout, and White Lightning, and there are many, many more favorites. So, get all your info by following Full Pint on all social media. That's at Full Pint Beer on Facebook and Instagram, and then Full Pint Beer PGH on Twitter. Their website, fullpint.beer, is currently under construction, but keep checking in because there's going to be a full menu, merch, and everything else. How are you guys doing today? I'm fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, I can feel the great vibes coming from you. This is awesome. I'm doing great, and welcome back to the Berg Full Pint. Yeah, yes. I cannot wait to see what uh, Mr. Mr. Nacho does with with Full Pint. I think he's got a he's got a high brewing acumen, and I'm glad to see that he's uh, taking that place back over to bring it back to us. I, I miss Chinooky, so it'll be nice to have one again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he's been so busy. I haven't gotten to see Mr. Nacho lately, so I'll be happy to see him. Yeah, back. it'll it'll be wonderful to have him back uh, in in front of our faces for once. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm just stalling. You are. <laughs> because personally, I'm glad to see Cold Snap is back. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I thought it was. I thought it was out for the season. Yeah, but here yeah. it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, why do we have cold snap here? Oh, that's that's awesome. So we have a we have a local be we have a local beer review uh, because it's not cold snap and God damn it, guys. So we uh we actually have a, a really good brewery here today for local beer review, and it is the uh, the Trace Brewing. So uh. I know Adam was bringing this one in. So, Adam, let us know all about Trace. Yeah, so we have the uh, Thanks Doc Double Dry Hopped IPA today from Trace. Um, they're located in the Bloomfield neighborhood of Pittsburgh at 4312 Main Street. Um, and they put out this Thanks Doc. Uh, it's a hazy double. And they put it out uh, for all the healthcare workers. So, it's in Wonderful. tribute to the health care workers this year, um, which I thought was really cool. And... I cheated a little bit and got one at the tap room, and it was delicious. So yeah, <laughs> that's another reason why I picked it. Um, awesome. But they have a—they're pretty new to the, uh, Pittsburgh. They just opened earlier this year. Um, stopped in their tap room. Very, very cool. Uh, very cool layout. It was an old auto body shop or auto garage. Oh, cool. Um, and then it was a concert venue. Oh yeah, yeah. And now it's a now it's a tap room. Um, so you can totally get, you totally get like concert vibes, concert venue vibes yeah. out of it. And they have cool, uh, lighting displays and. Isn't this also the place that does, uh, coffee roasting as well? Yes. yes. Yeah. They do. Yes. Yeah. I haven't tried any of that, but I, I saw it in that's, action. That's why he goes there. That's his. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my backup job. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man, that would be that's uh, my backup dream job. Could you imagine <laughs> spending a whole day there? You're like, Oh, it's Saturday morning. I'm going to get some coffee and some. Some uh, some nice baked goods for breakfast. Then you just sit there and just wait until the mug transforms into a pint. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I and just they start off with the pint. <laughs> and they uh, they had some great barrel aged stouts on, some sours, nice. um, some wild ales. Great. Um, so it was it was great. I think they even they even have like a fodering program they're going to do, which is fermenting in the wood. Um, oh, nice. Tanks instead of the stainless steel. So they they should have some really interesting stuff coming out soon. Yeah. Um, and they already do, so go check them out. Uh, and they have an all-star cast working for them of people from around Pittsburgh and from the beer industry. Their head brewer uh, was previously worked at Trillium Brewing, Dancing Gnome, Four Points Brewing, and Strange Roots. 
So he oh, wow. has a yeah. well versed. Yeah, he's yeah. got quite a bit yeah. of experience behind him. Their uh, manager used to manage Spirit in Lawrenceville, okay. which is a great concert. Great venue concert and bar venue. That I used to go to all the time, and I will go to again. When yes. Uh, the founder used to work at John Harvard's Brewing uh, and Harpoon. And then a good friend of ours is their marketing expert. Yes. Uh, that you guys both met. Yeah. Uh, at my bachelor party. He was our brew guide. Yeah. Adam Smora. So um, I, I'm going to go there really. just because of him. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. Their, he's their marketing guy and he's around the tap room a lot. Okay. He's just a very friendly, yeah. not a better guy for that. No, he's not a better I, guy having hype your product. He's that. literally a human red carpet. You cut, you just yeah. feel very welcome oh, yeah. when he talks to you. Yeah, wonderful. He made the whole do that. Yeah, beer trip. The whole thing we were doing, oh, yeah. like it was almost like having uh, like the NBA warm up song. Always, are you guys ready? Because we're dropping off at this one. It's such high energy, very very personal. Yeah, like I'm sure we would have had a fun day without Adam being our tour guide, but he made it. Yeah, twenty times better. He, he made, made it, it like better. memorable. Yeah. it was it was great. Yeah. So let's uh, get into the beer. Let's okay. see what we think. So I can tell you right off the bat that the nose is fantastic. Yeah, I like this. I like this mm-hmm. a lot, man. Uh, God, man. It's clean, too. Yeah. But it's got that, the nose mm. has that, like, over-ripened fruit yeah. dankness yeah. to it. And then the flavor backs up the aroma quite nicely. I mean, it's, yeah, I echo Josh's uh, idea there. It's it's clean for, oh, it's for what, it's, clean. what it's brewed to be. It's very, very clean. And I think it's a pretty decent, yeah, 7.3 ABV. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it drinks it, a little bit lighter than that. It's a creeper, man. Especially being a double. Like, yeah. I expected more of, like, a hop punch. Yeah. like, But it's it's, it's smooth. It's a, I'm, I'm coming off with, like, earthiness, too. Is it kind of, like, earthy? Get a little earthiness yeah. to it? But yeah. For, I get a little bit of citrus, a little bit of earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and for a hazy, you still have that back-end bitterness, that earthy yes. bitterness, that piney bitterness. That's, and that's what I hunt down whenever I'm going for a good double. Um, I try to – I don't really do so much, like, a hop bomb, but I, I do like – I like hazy doubles because it tastes um, – the bitterness – mixing it with and look josh said too very citrusy on the end really really enjoy this one uh a good pick adam and great brewing from chase brewing I mean, this, yeah this was this is fantastic i can't wait to get back over there and also to see uh see the old tour guide man yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah Trey, trace knocked this one out of the park and i can also say their their barroom staff was um very nice like we we went when you still had to make a reservation i'm not sure when everybody's listening to this what the circumstances are but they were very attentive um, if you wanted to talk beer, they were there to talk beer. They were willing to tell us what yeah. was going on That's awesome. um, and how they opened and everything. So a great place to hang out if you're a beer lover. Great. And so also, too, uh, just a real quick little drop for them. So if you want to see what they're up to, you can follow them at Trace Brewing, all one word, on Facebook and Instagram. And they're also Trace Brewing on Untapped. So if you want to catch up with what they're doing inside, uh, I think they post stuff for their coffee side, too. So if you're not a beer person but you're a coffee person, it's all there for you. Yeah, I got to get back out there and get some beans. Yes. Next time. I will say I'm I'm glad Matt enjoyed this one though. Uh, give him give him a little taste of happiness. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh so Josh is, you know, talking about it. So, okay. So it's uh, you know, Josh's bets of uh doom, 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 whatever. Doom. You sound so sad. I am. Doom. I didn't think you'd be a sore loser like this. Uh, well, I'm not a sore loser in the respect that I lost, which is fine. Because, like I said before, I have no problem losing. But I feel like you guys have betrayed our friendship because you went into the pocket of things that you know are sacred. And you found the one beer that is Big Papa Anderson's Kryptonite, and you bought 12 of them. Oh, it could have been much worse. I feel like 
but I feel like you respect me enough that if I lost, you would do the same. Oh, now, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> it not... could have been much worse. I don't know. I hate this beer so much. I honestly don't know. As far as beer goes, I think that's one of the worst. This, so, just so everyone has an understanding here, first and foremost, <laughs> this is a Sam Adams quote-unquote seasonal beer. Uh, it, I'm drinking Cold Snap. We all know that. I'm drinking Cold Snap. And this is their their their, their white ale, and it's what, it with spices? It's brewed with dog poo. It tastes terrible. I, I think it tastes like really bad um, cereal milk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great. That makes the visual even like better. Milk. So enjoy. Yeah. Oh. Okay, the first, the first time I had it. Shut up. The first time I had it years ago, was, and that's what I said yeah. to you. I was like, it's kind of like an, oops, all berries, or yeah. or like a tricks milk, and heavy on the milk. Yeah. But I yeah. love that they say with spices, but they don't really tell you. Well, the winter kind what of spice. spices, and this is the are. winter seasonal. Well, late winter, and yeah, spring and it's and we're almost in May. So Cold th- snap, thanks again bright for that. and lively. Yeah, it was At really this... hard to track down. So you should appreciate our friendship and how much, how hard I tried to find this to make you miserable. You know, I I, I can appreciate you doing what you've done uh, to a certain degree. What I can't appreciate, it smells so bad. Yeah. Like I've, I cracked the bottle, put it in a, in a pint glass, which I shouldn't have done, uh, but I wanted to. Do this the right way. And a little bit, a little behind the scenes, me and Josh tied exactly on the WrestleMania picks. Yeah. And he's like, well, who's going to buy the punishment? Because it was going to be second place. And I was like, oh, I got this. I completely volunteered because the punishment was already in my head. But see, you should be happy. Why? Because it's an exotic blend of 10 fruits, spices, and florals. Yeah. Do you get the bright orange notes and touch of vanilla? No. <laughs> You know what else is exotic? It's low ABV too, right? You know what it's else like is exotic and tastes like bananas? You know what else tastes is exotic? Tastes like bananas and nuts, nuts and shit. Monkey poop from 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 some distant like Sudan or whatever the hell. And I'm not going to eat that, so I don't want to drink this. I don't want any part of this, but I have to take this. So Josh, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but for God's sakes. Stop making eye contact with me. <laughs> I gave you my advice. I know, and you did, and week. I didn't. I didn't listen. But just be better. I, and you know, I'm gonna be better. But I also want you to know, and I want Adam to know this too, that I'm going down swinging because before I came here, before I showed up, I had a double latte, I had a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. So you're trying to shit your pants. And I had a pro <laughs> a protein bar. You're really trying to shit your pants. I'm for, not changing that die die for both of you. I'm going to I'm going to make this a toxic waste zone on this side of this podcast and I'm going to try to move it to you guys. Like you you play a lot of war war zone and everything. I'm going to try to bring the poison area to you. I love how I keep getting thrown in just for my enjoyment of this. Because you I didn't even pick the beer. Because you're, I'm just reveling in this. You're making eye contact with me and you have that glean in your eyes like you just heard the Beatles for the first time and I have to endure this beer and also your your just lovely smile and it makes me want to throw the beer at you. <laughs> Adam, as a good friend, isn't making eye contact with me, but you're like hell yeah. Well, see, bro. you're talking. I make eye contact. <laughs> That's just how I do. I don't think so. I talk. You I talk reveled. other times. You reveled in that very first punishment, sir. You know what? I can't lie so, and say that I didn't. So okay. So fine. this makes my heart sing. All right. Yeah. You made a lot of eye contact on that first one. <laughs> that uh. <laughs> That not only are you drinking Cold Snap, yeah. but you're drinking Cold Snap after having to play Edward Forty Hands. Yeah. yeah. I would have drank a third 40 over drinking yeah. six Cold Snaps. And I can tell you, uh, I took one big gulp of the first one, and I wish we could go back to duct taping malt liquor to my yeah. hands. And that's only the first one. Mm-hmm. 
You're going to be making gagging noises by the fourth. I'm taking it like a man. Oh, fuck. So, speaking of the bets of doom, also, too, Sami Zayn, what are you doing to me? I, I just can't. I knew it was coming. I, I, said, I, 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 was, I said I wasn't going to talk about this, and, and I apologize. Cause we went, like, wrestle heavy the last two episodes. Uh, but I just got to say, Sami Zayn, you should have won that. You had everything working, and you were, you could have got pushed finally, and you didn't do it. I digress. I'm drinking cold. It's not because of you. But if I ever see you, I'm going to buy you a pitcher of this crap, and I'm going to make you drink it. Because I think, I think of all the wrestlers, I might have a chance of, like, holding you down to make you drink some of this. <clears throat> so what you're saying is Sami Zayn is kind of like my Petra Yawn. Yeah, in that... But I think it's different in that Petra Jan, like, super screwed you. Because it was like a technicality in a real fight. Well, okay, in that case, you can't be mad at Sammy. I can always be mad at Sammy. Be mad at creative. No. I'm Sammy mad. didn't just get his ass beat and lose, like... Okay, listen. This is gonna in be an unscripted event. I don't think this is even an argument. Just be mad at yourself. Okay. You, didn't pick right. Next. you just need to be better. Next. 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 So, okay, Next. what we're doing this week is we're going to go into the UFC fight that's happening tonight. Um, triple title card. Triple title 261. So that, that made it kind of important for us to hit on. I know yeah. that we just, we've been get, getting with the UFC and, yeah. the, and the wrestlings, but. At least we're not talking about the Pirates right now like everyone else is on Twitter. They're, oh, look at the. <laughs> they they have effectively won more games this season than I thought they would. That, yeah, yeah, same. Until I put money on them last night. And shut <laughs> out. <laughs> I was looking at it, and I almost, I showed Adam this. I was like, if I pick them to win the World Series right now, and I put down 50 bucks How on a future. you a millionaire? It would be $12,500. <laughs> to which I said, you're throwing $50 away. Yeah. That's not worth it. You could just set $50 on fire I need and be six, warm. I need, six, I, need six <laughs> figure, I need six figures back to put 50 bucks down on that. Yeah. But I digress. So we're on UFC 261. Yes. Where we've got the three title fights. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to go ahead and do is we're, we're going to pick the main card, just like the last time we did this okay. one. So, Matt, you should be a little happy here. A little bit. Last time we did the UFC, I... I did okay. I took the dub. Yeah. Or I took the L. Yeah, I, d- I did okay. I didn't, like... I didn't run away with it, but... But then again, you, too... You came you in looked, second. I came in second. Yeah. Of a, of a race of three, <laughs> I came in second. And you know what? It wasn't last, so I can live with that one. So we'll start off with what I believe is going to be the first fight of the night. We have Smith versus... Uh, Crute? Yeah. Crute or... Crouton? Yeah. I'm going to go with Kroot because I don't see one of those. It's not Tilde. It was, it was the thing that goes above the E to make it. It's not Riddell. It's, it's not, not Riddell. Riddell. No. So we've got Kroot coming in at a minus 200, Smith at a plus 168. So, Adam, what do you got? So I'm taking well, uh, I'm taking Jim Kroot. Um, I like Anthony Smith, but his record's 34-16. and 16. I mean, he's been taking a lot of damage in his last couple fights. Uh, Kroot is on the uprise, in my opinion. He's uh he's gotten some quick stoppages. He's great on the ground. He takes down people at will, um, and he's twelve and one and just on the rise. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, if Anthony Smith can't take it the distance, then Jim Crute's going to take him down or knock him out early. Uh, so my pick is Jim Crute. Yeah, uh, I can't say that I don't disagree with that. Uh, I, I think right now you're looking at uh, a, a, you know younger, faster, stronger. Jim Crute, uh, 
but you do you also have the the veteran side from Anthony Smith. He's clearly been in se- way more fights. Um, but I think right now, when you're looking at the way the UFC is trending, uh, the younger, more skilled fighters, I wouldn't say more skilled, I'd say younger, stronger, faster. Um, he's a pretty well-rounded fighter. I, I'm going to take Jimmy Crute on this one as well. But I'm going to call him Crute. I'm going to give him my 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 French twist. I'm going to say uh, Mr. Crute. The French t- twist screwed you last time. Oh, that's okay. But no, 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 no. It was Sami Zayn that screwed me last time. I know, but you put the French twist in yeah. and ended up taking He's also five. from... He's also French Canadian, so oh, French perfect. Canadian. Okay, cool. I'm taking Frenchy. That's <laughs> okay. Sami Zayn is French Canadian, so yeah, the French are not doing you right, but nope. I think they will this this week. I hope so. So i I don't know much about, but I know I love lot. you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about Jimmy Crute. <laughs> I do know Anthony Smith, and I know okay. that he's he's got power, but. In this one, I'm agreeing with you guys that yeah. the up-and-comer, he's hungry, he's younger, uh, just all around, I think, because he, the 12-1 record. He does have less wins by take TKO, but that's probably because Anthony Smith doubles, almost triples him in yeah. fight time. Yeah, just fight time alone. Yeah. I mean, you don't stumble into 34 wins, No, but it takes a long time to get the 34 wins. Uh, and hence the reason he's yeah, 32. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking the 25-year-old. I'm taking Crute yeah. on this one. Okay. So in the second fight of the night, this is the one where I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of thought has to go into this one, at least for me. Yeah. You've got Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall. Mm. Weidman is a minus 130. Hall is a plus 110. Mm-hmm. That's, that's such a close line, and I couldn't agree with the line more. I mean, yeah. the, these two guys have uh quite a history so i mean it's it's my turn right go for yeah, it. Am go I, ahead. i'm taking weidman i'm taking weidman by knockout i think uriah Ooh. hall is a very very skilled fighter i think uriah hall has a great a great deal of confidence and i think he has a great skill set but i think that chris weidman is just too complete right now weidman has a lot of uh, a lot of confidence great striking um and I think Weidman's a little fresher than Uriah, so I'm going to take Mr. Weidman. So, actually, real quick, I want to interject. Sure. That you, I meant to bring this up when we started. Yeah. That you actually mentioned Weidman by KO. Yeah. Because we keep fucking up on tiebreakers. Yeah. I think what we should do for this, for the tiebreakers, okay. is each fight pick method and round. That would have been good on the yeah. No, on the first fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we can circle back to that one. But so, Yeah. I mean, if we want to, I would say... If go, I, I didn't think about it until he the, said this. Or just do but. that in the final fight. Yeah, let's do that in the final fight. That's fine. And then yeah. I can put us. That can separate us pretty well. We'll see. Let's see where we are, and then we can go and pick one or two. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, I digress. Though Weidman's going to knock Uriah Hall the fuck out. So. <laughs> so my Col- turn. Yeah, Cold snap, baby. <laughs> Holler back. So I don't think there's a wrong choice in this going into it. Um, these guys are. Fairly matched and mismatched at the same time, in my opinion. Uriah Hall is a prolific stri- striker. Uh, he stops fights. He's a kicker. He does some flamboyant kicks that connect and knock the opponent out. Highlight reels. Yeah. So, And he's coming in on a, a uh, three-fight win streak. Uh, and his last fight was against Anderson Silva. G- given an old Anderson Silva, but an Anderson Silva nonetheless. Anderson Silva is dangerous if he's 100 years old. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Weidman is a grappler who has the cardio to go the distance. And um, 
you know, he has he's spotty in his last couple of fights. Yeah. And his chin has been tested in the la- his last couple of fights and has failed. His chin is yep. he's losing his chin. Yep. Um so for this, Chris Weidman takes my money in the betting if he becomes the underdog before fight time. I okay. will put money on Chris Weidman to go the distance. But for this, my pick is Uriah Hall. Okay. Um, so I'm taking him. I just think that's I think, very I think compelling. I, I think he's gonna test Weidman's chin in the first mm-hmm. couple uh rounds and, and catch him. I'm doing the terrible thing and trusting camps. I think that's going to be my downfall. I'm that's, tr- not, that's not a terrible way yeah. to go. I think Weidman's working on his uh, takedown right now because Uriah does have heavier hands. So, But, I mean, I, I think that's why it's fun making the bets, though, because it's a little bit of sauciness. So I, uh, I'm going to follow suit with Adam. Okay. I'm going Hall. Collusion. Mainly because the heavy hands. Mm-hmm. He's coming in on a three-fight win streak. It's true. And Weidman has been known lately. Mm-hmm. To have less of less of a chin. He also called out that punk Paul, Jake Paul. Did he? Yeah, he called him out. He said he said he'd fight Jake Paul for free, and he and that Jake Paul doesn't deserve his right hand. Who's this Weidman? Did no uh, Uriah yeah, Uriah Hall. He said well, you, you don't deserve I'll my right that. hand. That's fine because <laughs> the UFC just released or removed Woodley from the official rankings yesterday. Jesus. So I really think it's going to be a Woodley. Paul, oh, match I will buy that pay-per-view. I'll buy that one. Tri- I will never buy a single thing from Triller, Thriller, whatever you don't, the fuck it's called. You don't want to see a dead body? It only cost 50 bucks. I'll go down to the <laughs> fucking rip point and see one somewhere. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, I, if, if Uriah Hall, if, if there was a contract signed today, if, if Logan Paul, Jake Paul, if Jake Paul was dumb enough to sign the contract with Uriah Hall, I'm buying that trailer pay-per-view, and I'll host the party at my house so everyone come see it. Have fun. That's fine. Yeah. I, I sh- illegally, I'll say it. I illegally streamed that trailer card. Mm-hmm. And, and you I still want, paid too I w- much. I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> you still paid too much. It was awful. Come get us, Dana. <laughs> no, it was Triller, so come get me Snoop. I don't know. Yeah, who whoever No, Urkel. Come get me, Urkel. Oh, Stefan Urkel. No. <laughs> don't, even, don't fancy it up. Urkel and Snoop Dogg. Good lord. Pete Davidson was my hero during that whole thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I just wow. sold the whole thing. When yeah. he came in, he's like, I don't even know why the fuck they have me here. Yeah. I was like, You are the best, worst yeah. fucking I think reporter. I think at some point he said, This is the worst thing I've ever been a part of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the best thing he did, and before we move on to other fights, is the last thing I'm gonna say about this. So Pete Davidson goes back into the into the uh warm up rooms, the fight rooms. And he goes to try to ask Jake Paul about his sexual assault allegation. And Jake Paul's like, why would you do this to me? And you can see Pete Davidson's face is like, because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> he was either so fucked up during that. Oh, he was high as shit. Or yeah. just didn't even want to fucking be there. Which yeah. I can't blame him either way. It's all the above. He already got either his paycheck. Way. He already got paid to do it. So say whatever you want. It's like it's like working the Oscars. They need to cut all the music acts. Like I understand I, that that's I like their Doja thing. Cat. Do one or two, that's yeah. fine. But first of all, the Black Keys haven't really been popular outside of EA Who, Sports. Who's the Black Keys? Who are you speaking about? Who are the Black Keys? EA Sports. Play who, play the video games. Who is EA Sports? Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. They haven't really been like no relevancy here. I, I will say the thing I agree I enjoyed most on the card was Ice Cube's live performance. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I enjoyed most was the stream we were using. 
yeah. cutting the second musical performance, cutting all audio from it. Oh, wow. And playing their own music over top. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. They, yeah. They played like Mamba number five and then put up on the screen in big white yeah. letters. This is the worst lip syncing I've ever seen. <laughs> bumped. It was bumped, so off. So off. The only reason it was watchable God, was because the stream we used cut all audio. I'll tell you right now, I would rather watch Mr. Vega bring back Mamba number five than listen to... Most of those acts. I like Doja Cat. I just like her a lot. And I think she's cool as shit. But I saw some of the other acts. I was like, I don't. Like, in between, like, terrible. How the fuck you give the Black Keys a five-song set in the very beginning? Because they're, they're probably. Because they had to fill for time. Because yeah. they only had four fights. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you're forgetting the slap fight. The, they the, only had four fights. Yeah. The, the four-fight <laughs> And cards. two guys slapping each other in yeah. front of Ric Flair. Which the, was probably the most entertaining "Quote unquote fight." Yeah, a, a four a four match card, but it was already penciled in for a three hour time slot. When you have, we've gone off the rails. A professional yeah. boxer. <laughs> we've gone off the rails. off the rails. That's fine. Jesus Christ! I knew this was going to happen. Into the thing. Yeah, but when you have a professional boxer, granted, Fighting ain't no action. record. Yeah, hasn't fought in a couple years. That's right. fine. Fighting a fucking musician over a beef at a nightclub. Yeah, that's just what the me. fuck. Yep. That's Triller. Yeah. All right, we gotta get Next back in these fight, fights. Please. These anyway, fights. Back yeah, to let's USC, go back, yeah. back to real fights. So yeah. now we're in the title fights because there's three of them. Bitching about scripted fights, by the way, and Jake Paul and Ben Askren was a scripted fight. Fuck that fight. Moving on. Next yeah. question. <laughs> um, so you've got Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. So Shevchenko is coming in at a minus four fifty. Andrade coming in at a plus three fifty. And I'll tell you that there's a reason for that. Yeah. Andrade, bless her, she's good. She went from 135, dropped down to 115. And then when they created that 125 class, she she found her calling in that yeah. in this class. But unfortunately, it comes at a time where Shevchenko <clears throat> is running that division. Shevchenko's in her prime right now, man. She's, oh, yeah. she's hit her stride. She looks phenomenal. Yeah. 100%. So I am all on board. I'm putting my money on it. I'm taking it here. Shevchenko all the way. Well, we're really diversifying in picks. Uh, <laughs> I have the least notes on this match of any of them. I have uh, Shevchenko, better cardio, better ground, better outside striker, going to win. Uh, I think Jessica Andrade uh, has a chance to win an early round and maybe hurt her in an early round. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she doesn't stop her in an early round, it's over. Yeah, uh, she's mean, gonna have to catch her with a power. Yep. I mean, with a power shot, and she's, she's gonna strong come, as hell. She's gonna come out fast and yeah. powerful. But um, if that fails, she's she's doomed. Yeah, I think she honestly. It, so it, I'm picking. This hurts Chef me Chanko. to say. I think she has as much chance as Megan Anderson against the Lioness. A yeah. little bit better chance. It won't end in. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll it'll go longer than a minute. Yeah, it will. And I and I'm gonna steal one of Josh's. Uh, phrases here uh puncher's chance to jessica andrade uh if she can come out heavy and fast she does have cement hands uh if she catches sepchenko early uh maybe that can work out but i just don't think that ms valentina is gonna let her let ms uh andrade get that close yeah i mean shevchenko can be beat she oh yeah absolutely yeah but that was back then yeah i think we're looking at a whole different fighter now in her Weight class. Yeah. The best She's thing that you yeah, has we, done in a while is open up that 
yeah. one twenty five weight class. I can agree let, with that. Let the women get in yeah. their natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen Shevchenko get beaten this weight class, and it's also back when I was in a different weight class. So yeah, it's, it's we were all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a minute, but yeah. So uh, just to wrap up this one, I'm taking Shevchenko as well. I mean, I think across the board. Yeah, it's across yeah. the board. It's a it's a it's Shevchenko's fight to lose. I should say. So I will say, looking looking at how we've picked, yeah, you've differed on one from me and yes. me and Adam. Here's where I think Adam. I know Adam's going to differ well, from way to, me. Way to ruin my yeah. yeah. <laughs> way to ruin the next pick. But the... I don't. I don't know where you're going. I'm going to let you. I'm going to introduce you on it. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> we've got spoiler alert. <laughs> we've got Weilei Zhang versus Thug Rose. Yes. Zhang is a minus 205. Rose is a plus 172. That's actually a really close line for I'm going to say it's closer than I thought it would be. Yeah. A lot closer. I thought Zhang was going to have a higher under uh, favor on this one, man. I Because she, she's... Okay. I only want to start going to my pick. Go ahead, Adam. <laughs> oh, should I start? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Well, Wele, uh, <laughs> as the favorite, uh, has more power, more momentum on her side. Uh, will be the GOAT of this weight division yes. if she puts out Thug Rose. And has better cardio, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, better camp. Um, just has looked more impressive in her past couple of fights. With that being said, I'm taking Thug Rose. <laughs> uh, Thug Rose does have the reach Hot advantage take. and has age on her side. Um, but this one I'm completely picking with my heart. Yeah. I would never pick against Thug Rose. Not for a second. Uh, back a few years ago when she... Had that loss. Yeah. And then in her next training camp, she shaved her head. Yeah. To say, this is my life. I'm taking this seriously. Yep. I fell in love with her on a completely professional. I mean, she's a cute girl, too. Yeah. But completely on a professional and passion level. Yeah. Her heart is better than anybody. In, yeah. On the women's side of anything, in yeah. my opinion. And I believe in her. And I hope her and Mr. Barry take home a belt tonight. So, Thug Rose, <laughs> this is my underdog pick. This is probably my sword to die on. Yeah. But Thug Rose. So. It's not a bad sword to die on. Because I introduced it the way that I did. Yeah. We all know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that's why you shouldn't have introduced it the way you I'm did. going with Zang. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter. You, you killed the swerve, Vince. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is good Where's shit. I'm going, Zang, all day. I, I love Thug Rose. I do. But I just, I don't think she has it's a like, chance here. Before WrestleMania, was like, just so you guys know, Brock Lesnar's going to do it. Now let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, this is actually, and to be frankly honest, I was torn on this one because, you know, Thug Rose does have a history of knocking out giants. I mean, she's a, she's a tough, tough chick, man. She's she's a great fighter. Uh, but Zang, man, uh, they're... She's a very complete fighter. Um, you don't see, do you see much of her going to the ground though? I haven't seen a lot of her to the ground, or, or am I mistaken? Um, no, I mean I haven't seen a lot of her fights to be honest. Yeah, I've just seen stats. Yeah, I, I think she's very competent on the ground though. Yeah, I, I know Rose is very competent on the ground. Yeah, <sighs> this is gonna sound crazy, but I'm I'm so torn on this because <sighs> I'm really making making your pick live. I am making my pick live okay. because I actually. Well, he I, had the advantage of going third. So it's like, yo, I came in hot for Zhang. I did. I so did. So here's yeah. I'll, I'll run down the stats. You probably already know them. Yeah, but so I, they're both coming in on a split decision win. Okay. Thug Rose against Andrade. Okay, which is a tough fight. Zhang against Joanna. However the hell you say that last name. Yeah, which is also a tough fight. This tough isn't fight. helping me. 
Zhang's on a five fight win streak. Okay. She's twenty one and one. Okay. Thug Rose is ten and four. Okay. Zhang has is is a little older, but it's close. Twenty eight versus thirty one. They both have one win by KO. Zhang is crushing it with significant strikes at a six point three, where Thug Rose is at a four point one. Thug Rose has one win or three wins by submission, where Zhang has one. And it's a 1.9 to a 1.26 takedown in favor of Thug Rose. I'm going Rose. I think Rose takes her to the ground. Okay. I think Jiu-Jitsu reigns supreme here. I think that Zhang is going to make this match last well into the fourth round. But I think that Rose finds a way to get inside that Zhang striking. There's something about there's something about me that thinks that Zhang is going to rely heavily on her striking and she's going to abandon her jiu-jitsu and that's when Rose is going to jump in. So I'm going against my initial idea here for Zhang and I'm going to regret this so much, but I'm going to go Rose. Uh, and okay. she's a little spitball and I know she's good on the ground and I want to see what she can do. And I Fair. think I think when she gets in the inside of Zhang and takes her down with a single leg and starts working, she can't be stopped. That's fair. Like I said, I I love her. Yeah, it's just I I think she's hitting hitting a wall. That let me say this: I don't think that if if Rose doesn't get past this fight, she becomes a mid carder. She's not going to get another chance. I don't think she'll get another chance. No, she'll have to go on a hot win streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there's a hunger there too. Yeah. Um. But you know, but it's a toss up, man. I mean, it it can happen. It can happen a million different ways. But I, I guess uh, I also want to do the underdog as well, and I and I love wrestlers as well, and I think Rose is a skilled jujitsu practitioner. So, again, Rose, love you. Hopefully, you can do well. Please don't get your head knocked off because I can't drink any more crappy beer or whatever else they're going to try to shove in my mouth or my butt or whatever. I don't know. Well, <laughs> by the time we pay this off, it'll probably be super out of season. Elias and Pumpkin. <laughs> Elysian. Yeah, Elysian. If you're going to punish me with it, at least say it the right way, Josh. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a good beer yeah, I like in it. season. In season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. coming up on the main event, this is the fight that I'm most excited about. I am too, because it's, so, it's going to be unpredictable to a degree. You've got Usman versus Street Jesus, Jorge Masvidal. Street Jesus. Usman... Coming in at a minus four twenty, and Masvidal at a plus three thirty. I know there's reasons for it. It's an appropriate line. Yeah, it is. <laughs> God damn, do I want Masvidal here? Yeah, it would be nice to see him win, but he's just. So is that your pick? Because I'm, I'm very happy with that because I know how much you hate Usman too. Yeah, I am. I'm. I'm in a mat situation on this one. It's tough, isn't it? Like your brain's Except like the opposite because you're not picking the wrestling. <laughs> True. <laughs> Except you're not at all in a situation. Yeah, it sounds like me, I but came, not so I much. I came into here n- knowing who I wanted. Okay. But I'm, I'm just up in the air on it. Go ahead and make your pick, because I'm going to tear apart your boy if you pick him. I got Because <sighs> I really I really don't like Usman. I will give him credit. He's He started winning me over with his last fight. Yeah. Because he stopped Burns cold. 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 <laughs> and that was the biggest knock on him was that yeah, his fight, just like Woodley, his fights get boring. Yep. Like, there's nothing to it. He just, he comes in 
one two one two backs out one two mm-hmm. one two backs out takes it to the ground if he needs to you know what sucks about that though just real quick too i think it's terrible because that's a great fight strategy like if i was in a fight with somebody and one thousand percent that's how yeah, I'd, that's how i'd fight i mean champions get punished for their fight iq and it's yeah a shame. which is terrible because yeah. that's so smart that's why like, yeah woodley i actually like woodley a lot am i gonna buy all of his fights no because they are boring but you know what I praise him for all of his wins. I mean, he's. I will. Yeah. I will never hate somebody for their fight no. strategy. I'll just hate that I, especially because now you have to pay the six dollars so for ESPN Plus a month. Yeah, and then another seventy on top of it yeah. just to buy the card. It costs fifteen hundred dollars plus a year to be a UFC fan. Yeah, yeah. So with that kind of with that kind of money, I yeah. want exciting. I want. Yeah. I want to push the pace. This but, ain't the card for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's, that's why I watch Bellator. No, I, get, I watch Bellator because they bring out old 60-year-old men and pit them against each other. For Rah! 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Knife each other for $50. <laughs> so, let's finalize your pick here. Yeah. You're taking Masvidal. Go ahead. Yeah. Masvidal, I love you, but I got to go Usman. Oh, oh my God. Son of a bitch. In a I'm twist. I'm playing for the win. In a twist. I'm playing for the win here, and that upsets me in a twist because I wanted to tear him apart. Let me just uh, go down. Kamara Usman has the ground advantage; is getting better on the stand-up. I will give Masvidal the stand-up advantage, of he, course. Yeah, he's a good striker. But uh, we saw in the fight against Burns that Kamara is working on his stand-up, and it's improving. Uh, he'll dominate him on the ground. He's looked unbeatable in his last uh, ten fights. Yeah, like, easily. It's crazy, and he's only thirty-three years old. Yeah, um, so. I think he's just going to take Masvidal to the ground and beat him. Yep. On the flip side, Masvidal is aging. He's 36. Yep. Uh, he's lost all his momentum since the Banff belt. Yes. He's, he hasn't I don't know how he still has it. He yeah, hasn't, he get hasn't, rid of it. He hasn't fought in yeah. almost a year, I think. Since the Usman fight. Yeah. And he's and he's hanging out with training the Paul brothers now. Yeah. Another strike against you. And he's been on social media uh, eating McDonald's. Yeah. So he's just backing himself into ins- an insurance policy for when he loses. He'll be like, oh, well, my diet wasn't on point. I wasn't taking it yeah. seriously. Yeah. So, yeah. dude, I, I liked you. I liked you a year mm-hmm. ago, but you've done yourself no favors and yeah. you've done yourself no benefits in training. And at 36, I don't think you can teach an old no. dog new tricks. He's not going to be a grappler all of a sudden. No. So Usman, I'm going to say he'll probably ride him out to a decision. Because I, yeah. I will give Masvidal that he's tough. Yeah, he will be on. He will have Usman on top of him this whole fight. Yeah. I because because yeah. we did say for the for the yeah. last fight we want to yeah. call what we're. This hurts me even more. Yeah, you're gonna say it. I know what you're gonna say. Usman Go KO. Yep. In the fourth. In the fourth round. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that. I'm gonna say it's an Usman knockout. And the one thing that you didn't talk about, Adam, which is a huge plus for Usman, his camp now has Francis Ngannou in oh, it. That man is a striking machine. Uh, Ngannou is a scary, scary man, and anyone who can learn under him is just learning assassin techniques. I think at this point, Usman's going to come out there and he's going to throw complete cement fists into Masvidal's head. I don't think Masvidal is ready for it. I don't think he's taking this seriously. I think this is a very, was it, Rocky three. Uh, he doesn't take Mr. T seriously. Same thing is what's going to happen. Uh, Mazdaval knockout second round. I'm going to say Usman second round, second round knockout Mazdaval in the second in the second round. So Usman with the hands, he's going to need his jujitsu. He's not going to break a sweat. Um, and Mazdaval is going to have to finally give back that Walmart belt that he got from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Honestly, it should yeah. be with Usman to begin with. 
I think you it's, don't get the belt and yeah. then go and lose to Usman. Yeah, I th- and get to keep it. I don't think that I mean, anybody it's not a real belt yeah. anyway. I don't think I mean, it was a true. stupid idea. You know, it's also cool whenever I make up my own names for myself and try to tell people to call me that. Like I don't this 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 bad motherfucker belt that he has. It was a cool gimmick whenever he was fighting one of the Diaz brothers, and, and until the fight happened, and yeah. it got stopped for a cut. Yeah, a cut. So it was I, ruined instantly. Someone so, should have took that belt and threw it into the into the crowd because whoever caught it is a batter motherfucker throw it into that, the ocean like the jersey trash yes throw it chuck it i just don't i just think it's a dumb belt no one should have it um and i think maz is if masvidal loses the way i think he's gonna lose he should hand that belt over to usman he should he, like this is yours now you on, take care on of it bended knee. yeah and then usman should then throw it into the crowd because it's a dumb belt and I don't like it, and that's my opinion. I but, hate it. <laughs> so, so you can't make up your own nicknames? So uh, I don't have to call you Princess Consuela Banana Hammock? No, you don't have to. Okay. If you want to, you can. I like that name. Also, you're missing Glitter Sparkles in there. But whenever you want to throw it in, that's totally fine with me. But it, it's just, especially in the UFC, this isn't this isn't uh, AEW, this isn't WWE, this isn't you know New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, Don't make up your own gimmick. Um, don't rename the fighters either. Yeah. Matt Riddell. Don't, don't rename them Matt. Uh, <laughs> so I think we have it pretty mapped out. Uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up for guys. how we're going to handle the UFC cart. Hopefully I'm on the road to redemption, but I'm not sure because I am instantly regretting my Rose pick, but that's okay. Uh, so in more UFC news, and I'm really excited to talk about this cause it's something I'm going to call back to another episode when, Ms. Juliana Penne uh, was talking. Penne? Pena. Pena. See? Penne is a noodle. Penne is a noodle. I like Mount Dente. So. Juliana Dente. Juliana, <laughs> Juliana Dente is finally getting her fight against Amanda Nunez. It's happening on UFC 265. All that, all that up and down about uh, whether or not Nunez could handle Juliana, I think it's. Uh, it was smart on her part. She's going to get a nice, nice fight out of this. But um, Nunez is going to be fighting for the second time in five months. She's experiencing a weight cut, and that's her move down to bantamweight to defend the strap. Uh, she trains uh, Nunez, you know, as you guys know, trains at American Top Team with Jorge Masdaval, who we just talked about, and Dustin Poirier. And she's the first woman in history to win world titles in two different weight classes. Um, so, I mean, this is. You're talking about the lioness. I mean, it's and you're going against someone who hasn't fought since defeating Sarah McCann at UFC 257 at the start of the year. Um, she has a nine and two record, but she suffered losses to Jermaine uh, uh, Durandame and uh, Ms. Shevchenko. So, and and those are not slouches either. But if you're getting beat by them, I don't really think that you should be working towards a title shot. But I don't make. I don't yeah, make the cards. I think this is just evidence that there's the bantamweight. There's nobody there. There's, is nobody. Up. Yeah. there's nobody there. Nobody. I mean, she's 50-50 yeah. in her last four fights. Yeah. Against, I mean, she lost the champs, but she's going against the champs. The so champ. The champ. Is is bantamweight the higher class that she has? No, it's the lower. Lower. Okay. She, has, she has to cut some weight to get there. And people are saying that, it's almost like people are already saying, like, the weight cut and, and fighting in, Two times in five months is going to be the reason why. Yeah, but that's that's UFC spinning that narrative so people buy the exactly. This one's not worth yeah. buying. It's that's not. It, that's dirt cheating. Yeah, you can say that, but what I mean, happened in the last fight she had? 
I mean, the, the, exactly what's going to happen in this. Yeah, I mean, she didn't even get touched. Yeah. No, that's so what I'm saying. What, Megan what, Anderson was a better opponent than this. What is I fighting agree with that. two yeah. times in five months? Yeah, you're just con- you're just confirming it. what we're saying. If yeah. you don't get punched, right? Well, that's, and that's exactly it. It goes back to the UFC trying to spin something out to try to make try to make that strap. I mean, you can happen. say she was going through a training camp yeah. for like consistently, so she might be worn down. Yeah. I mean, it does, none of it makes sense. It's just them trying yeah. to spin a championship match out of nothing. There needs to be somebody out there that can try to come into this division and take that belt. Or, try, made, or challenge for it, at least. And they've made chicken salad out of chicken shit before, but this yeah. one's just still shit. It's too far. It's too far of a stretch. Um, I but like I, I do phrase. give I do give uh, Ms. Juliana a lot of credit because I go back to a statement she made. Uh, where so I do believe that she knows that because every time I fight, she always says one more and you've got to fight one more and you've got to fight one more. It's like you didn't make Felicia Spencer fight one more. You didn't make Megan Anderson fight one more. You didn't make Holly Holm fight one more. But for some reason, I've got to fight one more. I'm sorry to say, ma'am, Ms. Aldente. There's a reason. There's a reason. Well, yeah. I mean, good good for her talking her way into the title yeah. fight. But. You're, every time you fought one more in your last four fights, you lost that one yeah. more. So, yeah, you got to fight. You, you should have yeah. probably fought one more this, she, uh, for your own benefit. Yeah, credit to her. She willed her way into She definitely fight. did. Like the saying, shit did. in one hand and hope in the other. Yeah. And see which fills up quicker. There's a lot of hope in, in this. Hand. In this yeah. situation, hope filled up quicker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, over buying this pay-per-view, I'd rather shit in one hand and then clap. <laughs> and before we go to a break if anyone's listening just a quick shout out to Ron, uh, ronda rousey uh congratulations on the announcement of your first kid i hope that you guys uh have fun with that uh, it's a bigger challenge than fighting if you ask me so good luck and congratulations she's just following becky lynch's footsteps uh, well hopefully that also leads to a, a match between the two of them at some point becky hit me up <laughs> so we're gonna take a break for a quick ad and uh we'll be right back thank you Hey, welcome back to Decaying with the Boys. Uh, I'm reintroducing the segment because Matt is chugging some cold snap. Hey, Matt, how's it going over there? It's as good as you think it would be. I mean, it's, uh, you know, like we initially uh, decided on a growler. And the thing is, is like, I forgot how many ounces were in a growler. And now I've had enough of these things where I still can't remember how many ounces were in a 64? 64. I'm looking at four empty bottles next to me. Um that's 48 it's 48 yeah so i have what two two more to go one more to go two what two two i have two more to go um and i don't know if i can handle handle drinking a six pack of this crap it is the only thing that's saving me is that it's, it's low abv yeah that's that's it. that's a saving grace i was I, gonna I, say you you were a lot a lot more wasted going through the 40s than you are at this point through four and I would say the 40s were more flavorful. They were much better. I don't know about flavorful, but flavored I better. I wouldn't argue that because... Yeah. I mean, I there's all those, there's those 10 spices and herbs. Like, yeah. Like the orange blossom and vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. The only 10 spices that I want to know about are the ones in KFC chicken. I don't give a shit about <laughs> this beer. It is hands down. And, and fight me, Sam Adams. Send one of your brawliest reps, and I will chug good beer, get hammered, and choke you out. I am so tired of this beer, and I don't know, oh, God, if I can make it through. The, I'm going to. I don't want to, but I'm going to. And because uh, I have to do that, I thought of a game for us. I said, you know what? I knew I was going to feel like shit in the second half of this show, so I said, I want to throw in a game for the guys, and I want to see if they can tell me 
about these Florida man news articles. Are they real or are they fake? So you're just going to pat Sage, I guess, through these? or Yeah, but I'm not going to look weird doing it. He looks real weird. He looks bad. Sorry, Pat. Love you. You I don't. Me. I don't. You're a Washington Capitals fan. Die. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yep. See ya. So, like I said, I'm going to throw out some headlines to Adam and Josh, and I want to know why you guys think they're real or why you think they're fake. Uh, and also, too, just so you know, some of them are real. Some of them are fake. And I'm very smart when it comes to writing Florida Man titles because <laughs> Florida Man titles write themselves. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm just going to say they're all real. You can try and that. Throw in a fucking curveball. You can try that. Nothing like just ruining the segment from the beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> two for two. two Anything. For two. Okay, on to the on to the email. Anything for Florida Man can be real. And that's why I love this game because it is very unpredictable. There's there's so much going on in Florida right now that anything can be real. It's kind of like whose line is it anyway? You can make some stuff up and it could still be real. So, all right. So here's how's gonna work. I will read you a title and there is a small excerpt underneath of it, and I want you guys to tell me if it's real or if it's fake, and I will tell you who was right and who was wrong. Sounds good. Sounds good. Perfect. Now I'll keep drinking this terrible cold snap while we're doing it. Okay. First headline. Florida man who declares his love for animals is arrested for harassing sea cows. Mr. Stone said he was doing some quote unquote informal research uh, through a search of his computer, though a search of his computer revealed no research papers or data gathered by Stone. Real or fake? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I think it's fake. Okay. It seems a little too... I don't want to say outrageous for Florida because nothing's outside the realm, but just it's on the it's on the fringe. So I'm going to go uh, fake on this. One. So I just want to say real quick too. Remember, do people from Florida know how to use computers? That's, That's a good point. Yeah, and read or do research. <laughs> Joshy, I'm saying real. On what basis? It's fucking begin- Florida. Because at the beginning he said all of them are real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now this one is fake. Hey. Nobody's going to go and harass sea cows, even people from Florida. I think at this point you're looking at uh, – you're, you're trying to look up some weird porn. My other hint was I wasn't sure if there were sea cows in don't, Florida. I don't think they I don't, uh, there are. There oh, are. Yeah, there yeah. are. I know that much. Yeah. I've seen them. But I think uh, Florida men are usually trolling like 7-Elevens and stuff. I don't think they're going out to – Look at sea mammals. <laughs> the next one here, and this is the one that um, has me laughing a lot. Florida man, aged 83, shot his neighbor for feeding ducks and geese, as reported by the daughter. The waterfowl commonly cause disputes between neighbors because of their destructiveness and potential disease spreading. Josh, go first. 100% true. Okay. I kiss. First of all, I think the way you introduced it. Yeah. Because if it was that funny yeah. and you wrote it, you wouldn't say, I think it's hilarious. Are you sure? But, but also, it it can happen. It can. <laughs> we've, we've, we've read things about people shooting each other over shoveling snow. So, yeah. I could definitely, yeah. yeah. I watched that. <laughs> so did I. It was brutal. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll agree. I think it's real. Um, I, I believe I might have. Heard this on the radio or yeah. something at some point. It, it might have just been a related dispute, but yeah, it was definitely over the goose and ducks shitting all over everything and yeah, and spreading disease. So I, I, I could see that being a thing in Florida. 
You guys are both right. It is Ooh. true. Uh, this dispute actually led to a nearly fatal gun wound over the, the ducks and geese. Yes, uh, much akin to how we previously referenced the shoveling snow issue. Um, this Scranton. Floor, this Florida man. Yeah, Scranton, Scranton by the way. Represent. Yeah, the office left and the gunfire came in. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this neighbor, <laughs> aged of 83, I'm amazed that he even knew where his guns were, but he found one pretty quickly to try to assassinate his neighbor um, over feeding ducks and geese, which I don't know about you guys. I don't like geese to begin with. So. No. no, me neither. I kind of understand They do shit it. everywhere. Yeah. I get it. I mean, don't kill your neighbor. Yeah, please don't kill your neighbor. A strongly oh, worded letter might work. Yeah, I would say, like, put something on their door. Let them know, like, please stop feeding the fucking ducks. <laughs> put, put the geese shit on the door. Like, oh, go, yeah. Let it be known. Shove it into the grates of their yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one here. Uh, a Florida woman is charged with assaulting her sister with an Xmas decoration, a Christmas decoration. Uh, the woman struck her sister with a Christmas cone after her sibling tried to defuse an argument between the woman and her boyfriend. Adam? Yeah, I'd like to start. I love that you said Xmas and then realized it was Christmas yes. because you're Jewish and you just don't know what Christmas <laughs> looks like. There's no menorahs. I couldn't. <laughs> and I, no point reference. And, so I really, I, I, it's hilarious. I really, really, really want this to be real. Yeah. But given that you wrote, I think you wrote this. <laughs> you put Xmas and then read Xmas. So I think it's fake. Okay, Josh? I just want to ask what a Christmas cone is. It's like what people put on top of the tree instead of a star. Yeah. It's like that. It's, it's way easier to put it on top of there because there's no, like, you can, like, wrap anything around or, like, I put it in a bush. It's just like a metal like, spike. Yeah. Okay. Or a tin. Like, it's shiny. Yeah. Well, the whole reason I thought it was fake was because I didn't know what the fuck a Christmas cone was. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sticking with fake. Fake? But, yeah. So we're going fake and fake? Yeah. Uh, it's real. Uh, this is a real assault. I, mean, I was rooting for it to be real. So. This is a real assault that transpired. And just to let you guys know, the argument between the woman and her boyfriend is also another headline where they were fighting over why there was a small baggie of methamphetamines in a child's car seat. Oh, well, oh so added, Florida. If you added that on, I would have said real. That's why it's a fucking game, Adam. How was she, <laughs> how was she assaulted with a Christmas cone, though? Oh, she just was beat, it like she, beat she, about the head? She took it. And well, the she, way you guys are describing it, she just went straight up the poop shoot. So I thought that too. So, um, so I, I looked what at it more. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sitter is full. On that yes. One. Yes. So the, I looked it up and it was basically the, the, the woman grabbed the cone by the, the, the thinner by end, the cone, by the cone. And she just like went uh, just, just Molly back and forth. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Just took her to town. Um, by the way, if, if I'm around people that are arguing about meth, I'm not hitting anybody. You guys worry about math. Fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm not jumping into that one. Uh, next title here. Florida man says God ordered him to break into his neighbor's home. Authorities in Florida arrested a man after he claimed that God ordered him to break into his neighbor's home. The Florida rebel threw a Bible at officers when they arrived on scene to handle the situation. So I'm going real on this one. Okay. Because I read a headline okay. not too long ago about a Florida man and something about God. I can't recall exactly what it was about. You know, you're just saying like a very ubiquitous statement, I am. I am. <laughs> but it was, I know it was about like trying to get it himself into heaven and shit like that. Okay. So I'm hoping that this is what it was, but I know that if I, if I go too far on that limb and you wrote it egg on the face, but I'm yeah. still going to go real. Okay. 
Adam, so I get that there's the crazy Jesus people in Florida. Yes. So this kind of makes sense. Yes. But I'm going to go fake because God doesn't tell you to do things like this. The devil does. Okay. And if God's forgotten any state in our great country, it's Florida. It's Florida. Yeah, but the devil is in Georgia. So I'm going with fake. <laughs> well, the devil does live in Florida because this is true. Uh, these... <laughs> This this man was told by what he describes as God's heavenly voice to break into his neighbor's home because you are not supposed to covet what your neighbor has is one of the commandments or something to that degree. I'm not well versed. Sure. Don't fuck your neighbor's Don't wife. Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. So apparently he was pissed off that his neighbor's wife was probably really hot or whatever. So he wanted to go over there and he wanted to take things because he felt that there was too much on his neighbor's plate. So he broke into the home and the standoff with a SWAT team did end in a tasering after he threw the King James Bible at an officer's head, striking him in the visor and knocking him off of his feet. I have, I have one word to say about that whole situation. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Glad you got tasered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully God told you how to duck a taser, you dumbass. So the last one we have here, breaching into religion, a Florida pastor allegedly punches a Rotary Club president over dueling food giveaways. The presence of a rival food giveaway may have caused a Florida pastor to lose his cool, and he allegedly knocked out a Rotary Club president who was arranging to give food to the needy. So, off the record, Matt Matt sent us these ahead of time to get our notes on the notes, yeah. and I didn't guess on anything, but I said, I hope this one is true, <laughs> because it's so deliciously Florida. Yes. You have a Rotary Club club president yes. involved a pastor involved all things i just despise yes so i hope they were arguing over something that's supposed to be yeah for a good cause yeah all, all these fight all these homeless people are like please feed me <laughs> i've never like just reading this summary you sent i was like this is just so deliciously yeah jacksonville yeah um so i'm gonna say it's real yeah josh so i you're right he did send it i didn't do any any digging into it because I wanted this to be. I, I appreciate just, just on face value. Yeah. I was like, I hope this one. I appreciate you guys, but I also want to know before you even go on the ones that have been fake. How close were you to thinking they were real? Oh, all every them, every yeah. single one any, any <laughs> can legitimately be real, and that's why I need a writing job. So for this one, <laughs> I'm saying false. Okay, because I I just I sense Matt. In okay, it. yes. And normally you'd be right, but you're wrong because Damn it. this is a Sunday, Sunday showdown between this Florida pastor and the Rotary Club president. This is legitimate. They were actually on two different street corners uh, where they were both giving beneficial things to the needy. I and love people that it were happened on the street corners. Yeah. And they were doing back to back things. And, it, and, and the Rotary president was even saying, like, you can go over there and get what you need and come back to us and we'll hold your things for you. And you can get this. It's like a pancake dinner or, or pancake breakfast or something that they were going to get. And uh, I mean, I would fight over some pancakes. I would too. Yeah. But it's funny. The Rotary Club president was like, hey, you can come over here. And the guy who actually believes in Christ and, the, and, the and man like, of God. yeah, he was like, fuck that. <laughs> president in the face so it's i guess he's he was hearing the voice of god too yeah he he was hearing the voice of god uh strike that, about and god said strike strike the pancake man <laughs> how dare you bring pancakes to my block you know you gotta check it when you free start dealing that shit around here is that pure maple syrup i want some aunt jemima get out of, get off my block <laughs> so uh, i think I you guys do, are... i do love aunt jemima and log cabin so oh yeah i'm, a, I'm 
I have terrible taste. No, with, with that, there's only one like maple syrup that I got that was like fancy and it was way overpriced. But it was like um, it was a it was a whiskey whiskey play. Ooh, ooh that sounds yeah, good. I, like that. I forget who it was though. It, it might have been just like Jack Daniels. <laughs> I was gonna say like, mean, Crown Royal Maple, and you just poured it on your pancakes. Yes. I, yes, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. Yes, <laughs> that was my go-to move. See, I, I would go to IHOP and just do like the strawberry, the blueberry. Yeah, the Those mix. Those are good. Yeah. If you crisscross them, they turn purple. Crisscross awesome. applesauce, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. So um, That's a good move. That's a good move. Yeah, oh yeah. So I think out of the two of you guys, I want to say Adam had the most wrong. I think, I, yeah, I think I lost. So you won a cold snap. Oh, good. <laughs> I was actually going to throw that out at the beginning of this. No, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't say anything. Because I it was in my mind. Yeah. So Adam, you owe a cold snap. Thanks for buying Ooh. a twelve pack of it, by the way. Yeah, I'll drink that. Uh, I'll get right on that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, Josh, can you throw me one more of these? Because I owe one more, and I just want to make sure that I. Yeah. No, I only owe five of them is equivalent to a growler. Thank you very much. I like how you're trying to do it's math. Four ounces short. That's it, yeah, four ounces short, and that's what I'm going to go. Four ounces short. So. I want to throw it out there. We got a bunch of new followers lately, and I'm glad that you guys are hanging out with us and checking out what we're doing here in the Jojitorium. Um, and we always encourage everyone to send us questions, emails, and we provide you with updates as you can hear me cracking that goodness. I did go with the colder option. I appreciate you. That's why we're friends. Um, because if this was warm, it'd be an issue. I mean, it's it's bad cold. It's probably Satan's piss warm. So I'm just I'm telling you got a full pint there, dude. Another reason why another reason why I love you. I threw it on ice last night. I, okay. So I take back all the mean things I said yeah. the earlier part of the episode. I did th- if I hated you, I would have just left it warm. He did show me. Yeah. Pic- like when he picked it up, he sent me a picture and he's like, I was like, is that a fucking case? <laughs> When did a growler become a fucking twelve pack? Like, are we trying sent, to not be friends anymore? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just sent back. It, it's worth it for the punishment to pay the extra for twelve of them. And well, he's like, "Well, what are you going to do with the other six? He's like, "Probably just throw them in the woods." Yeah. <laughs> so again, you know, we talked about you guys uh, reaching out to us and, and throwing us out questions, emails, and we'll provide some updates. And we do appreciate it. If you guys want to have your questions and emails read here on the show and get our advice, please, by all means, throw us something at decayingwtb at gmail.com or hit us up on our DMs at decayingwtb on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So the first question we have here, guys, is um, do you guys plan on having uh, other guests on the show? So, I think it's uh, – I mean, yeah. I know a little behind the scenes, Matt's the workhorse trying to get guests. <laughs> I, I would say um, from my side of things and my quote-unquote expertise, if you can call it that, uh, once the pandemic opens up a little bit, I would like to do some on-location brewery podcasts uh, and maybe reach out to either some assistant brewers or head brewers of some some breweries we like or some new breweries we haven't tried before. For sure. Um, and maybe do some on-location podcasting you know, in the next few months. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's definitely something we've talked about. Like yeah. taking a trip somewhere to West and, Virginia. Yeah. I think we specifically pointed out, yeah. West, West Virginia, Virginia trying yeah. to help them out. We've, we've talked about West Virginia. We've talked about going to Richmond. Yeah. Cause yeah. that, that place just popped. Right. The um, funny thing about Richmond is it fucks. Well, yeah, it, does. <laughs> it really does. Uh, three of us will go to Richmond. Two of us will return. <laughs> Adam will probably die. In the I say we're going to carry on decaying uh, with the boys going, and Matt and Josh. I'm, go- I'm going out like Elvis on that trip. 
There's plenty of breweries to do it at down there. Yeah, man. There's like there's but, like whole miles where it's just brewery after brewery, after, and they're all bangers. I mean, everyone, oh, yeah. everyone down there. I've been through a good stuff. bit of them, and they're yeah. they're real good. Yeah, so I that, mean, that's my yeah, that's my only in for, that I can offer the yeah. podcast as far as uh, interviews. But yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, like lo- I'm all on board with live podcasts, yeah. live reaction to beers for like, sure. Need to do flights, and I know, like Adam said. I'll echo it that you're you're the one grinding behind the scenes. I would love to have more in yeah. in studio or even For like sure. the uh, half episode. Yeah, that you guys dropped. Yeah. So Josh is referencing the the speakeasy session we had with um, the Tehon Street Corner Thieves, and that was that was something that I really wanted to do. Um, you know, it's kind of hard whenever you're you're just a fan of things and you want to reach out and talk to people, and now we kind of have a vehicle where we can do that. So I want to really reach out to, you know, uh, local places that are doing really cool stuff. And I want to reach out to bands that I, I just, I personally like, um, we have another little special thing drop in probably next week at some point. Um, we talked to somebody else and it was, it was a really good interview. Um, but I'd like to bring in like, if we can, like the brewers and local wrestlers, like there are tons of people out there that would, you know, I've reached out to and they're, they're super on board with it. And I'd also going back to something we always talked about is like trying to get bands in here that can do like live acoustic sets, uh, to cap off our show and everything. I'd like to keep doing that. And I have a couple people in mind that, that want to do that. So it's, um, yeah, I want to have other guests on here. I think it's fun. I think we all have a very eclectic approach to what we do. Uh, we all like different things and it'd be cool to have those things here because, you know, we do this for funsies. So it'd be nice to have a podcast where we all have a little bit of fun. Yeah, so, and honestly, you yeah. just opened my mind a little bit. I think any like little DIY business yeah. in Pittsburgh that wants to come on. I love them. If, if you think your crowd would relate with our crowd, yeah, come on over. Especially uh, maybe an up-and-coming diner, restaurant, food sure. truck. I love some oh, food yeah. trucks. Like, yeah. Yeah, come on, on, come on and tell yeah. your story. Join us for a segment. Play the Florida Man game or something. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. have some fun. We'd love to have everybody on. Yeah, any, um, anything yeah. local to Pittsburgh would be super easy. And if yeah. you're outside of Pittsburgh, we can do a, a virtual yeah. uh, podcast. Yeah. And, and Daddy got pretty good at Zoom editing, so yeah. we can we can do some fun stuff. Uh, but everything's in Eastern Standard Time. So uh, if we reach out to you, it's going to be uh, via Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yeah, baby. Put this on right now. We have a lovely guest in in our studio today, and she just threw me some fun stuff. Uh, someone I'd like to have on. So Smash Attack. Smash Attack, we love you. Thank you for being here and listening to us. So if we can have you on, that would be so much fun. Uh, so the next question here we have is uh, – oh, follow Smash Attack, by the way. Ask Smash Attack on everything. Uh, Smash Attack Crafts, Smash Attack everything. Just Smash Attack. Search it out. You can find it. Uh Great. She's helped us out a ton. It's been, uh, it's been fun to have her on our, our team, our squad. So, uh, she gave me just a really cool bracelet here and, uh, she supports a lot of local music. So if you want to save, save some stages, please smash attack, smash attack, smash attack. So, uh, the next question we have here is when will you guys get a YouTube page and upload a video of the podcast? So uh, that's a that's a two part response for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, r- right after I drop about thirty pounds, and once, uh, <laughs> once Matt gets competent on uh, video, editing. oh, that's yeah. You're gonna lose all the weight you want to before I get competent in, in editing video stuff. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not a, I'm not against doing a video podcast. I think uh, a visual element could be something 
positive for the podcast. Yeah. I, I joke about my weight loss that I'm never losing 30 pounds. Yeah, that's not but, uh, I think you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down for it whenever yeah. Whenever the, it's uh, the right vehicle for the podcast. Um, yeah. and we'll just have to determine when that is as our followers grow and our reach expands. Yeah. Maybe that's a vehicle we need to explore. For sure. Um, I think, too, one thing that kind of plays into this is it's, you know, we don't talk a lot about money. But it does cost a little more to have a video. Um, you know, I don't want to just get a webcam in here. I want to bring something that is is um, is looking good and something that I can edit and uh, bring to you guys. So, you know, uh, every person who listens to this, you don't know it, but when you listen to it, it does drop a couple cents in our pockets. And I've been saving it up like a squirrel saves acorns. And you know, if we can get to a certain point where I can start picking up some new equipment and and maybe I can get some decent video equipment here. We can do video versions of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know a ton about video, but I think like, especially for our quick setup and teardown sessions, mm-hmm. like I think video cameras, especially to the quality we would like to have. Yeah. And to maybe do a feed in video on the side. Yeah. Might require more of a permanent studio space. Yeah. Which I, I totally see us getting to at some point. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I've, Thanks again to all the other podcasts out there that have reached out to me and I've had chances to speak to and uh, great ideas from them. And one of the things I've been talking about, too, is like a like a studio setup uh, on a budget, of course, because yeah. we I mean, we have nine to fives that don't pay us what we're worth. So we have to uh, kind of pinch some pennies where we can. And um, but I promise you guys, like we love doing this. And if we can get ourselves to a point where we can do video, I'd love to. Uh, but to echo what Adam said, you know, we're not going to do it, you know, in something that we set up and tear down. Uh, it's got to be something that's a little yeah. more permanent. Yeah, and I don't want to do it halfway. I don't want to do it half-assed. Like, right. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it yeah. right and then improve it. from Like, do it as mm-hmm. right as we can on our first try and then just improve it from there like we've done for yeah. the audio side. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely something that we've all talked about Yeah, numerous times. Right. We're just... We're trying to build to it. Yeah, and we're getting there. I mean, you guys, everyone's listening right now. You guys have been a, a you know a vital part of what we do here. Um, you know, as our listeners grow and you guys talk about us and like and send us feedback and everything, it helps us grow. So um, if that's what you guys want to see us do, then the best thing you guys can do is like, subscribe, share, tell people about us, um, comment, rate us. I mean, we're on everything. So if you just search us out, we're on every major major platform, and you can you can just you know just pimp us out like it's what we do like i said we do for funsies i mean it's we're not making any money and the money that we do get right now is going to dump back into the show um and we're just going to bring you more stuff so i I would say this you'll probably see t-shirt merch from us before you see a video podcast from us first yeah yeah i agree uh so the last question we have here from listeners is uh do you guys take suggestions on what kind of beers to brew and if so have you thought about seltzers for hot boy summer I'm going to give that one to Adam. Yeah, I mean, I'm always up for suggestions as the world uh, returns to quote-unquote normal. It'll take us longer to make those suggestions if we like them, just because we'll be brewing for festivals more and more. Um, but, I'm, I mean, I'm always up for suggestions, and I'm always up for critiques. Yeah. So, like, if you want <laughs> if you want some beer and you want to critique it, yeah, hit me up on at bash underscore brew on Instagram and DM me and... We'll get you some beer. You can come into the speakeasy and do yeah. a fly of everything we have. Um, but as far as seltzers go, yeah, we're in the works to do one here in the very near future. Um, not sure when it'll be released or yeah. uh, whether it'll be good on our first run through, but 
we're going to try. Um, and that's the best we can do. Uh, I've done a lot of research on it and it seems almost overly simple to do. So I'm a little worried dangerous. about that. Yeah. Dangerous. Um, but we're going to give it our best shot. Yeah. Um, here maybe in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nothing, Surprise. To, nothing to announce on a release yeah. until we know it works or doesn't work. Yeah, Cause we definitely don't want to like do something. And if we don't like it, we're not going to give it to you guys. Yeah. Like, I have a, I have a hard enough time promoting beers that I know have worked in the yes. past. Just yeah. in case something goes wrong, uh, but for something completely new and a new medium, if you can call seltzers a new medium, um, makes me very anxious to say, yeah. yeah, we're gonna knock it out of the park on the first try. So we're gonna give it an honest, uh, honest, really well researched try. A good old college yeah, try. Hopefully it works. <laughs> and I mean, I can even piggyback off of what you were saying because when I was living in Virginia before I moved up here, I'm sorry, living in San Diego. In San Diego um, you were <laughs> you were really open to any idea that I pitched to you. Like I would go out to the breweries around there and they would have something out there that I'd be like, We could play off of that. Yeah, I mean the Twinkie Cream Ale was all your idea. I mean yeah. your in theory, yeah. It was yeah. Your yeah. Idea. And it played and then we well. We just made it a recipe. It tastes really good. We have yeah. an upcoming one that we've been talking about. That, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I mean like you're really open to suggestions and Matt Matt brought me one this morning that uh, yeah. might be specific for the podcast. I'm not again. I don't know when we're getting into the schedule. Into the brew schedule. Yeah. Don't want to release details yet, but yeah. stay tuned. Uh, yeah, we might be doing one in yeah. collaboration with the podcast. I for guess kind of collaborating with ourselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so always always open to ideas. Just yeah. as as festivals come in, uh, it's it's just going to be a logistical game to play on how to brew for festivals again yeah it's gonna be a lot less out of the house sampling and critiquing and more hey we're we're coming out to you guys yeah. we're gonna be out in public again well we're also too like when we're, we're doing festivals and stuff we're kind of playing to those crowds so when we get the when we get the spot we're kind of looking at like we're guessing kind of like what kind of people are going to be there yeah. and we're and and of course adam is the spearhead of this and we're we're kind of following suit there but we all kind of like brainstorm a little bit about like what people are going to be there and what they're going to like and like what's the weather like is it hot is it cold is it is it a rainy season like what are we going to do is it stout season is it you know time for pilsners like what is it you know yeah uh, it's a very seasonal thing it's a very get ahead of the curve kind of thing yeah and uh i will never just flat out say no i will yeah. offer some counterpoint to your idea maybe mm -hmm. some uh, you know little it's collaboration like yeah yeah you definitely do your due diligence yeah. and if somebody brings you an idea you at least like look at the viability of it right? yeah if it won't work it won't work but yeah right and i won't be harsh about that either i'm always grateful for anybody yeah. trying to help us out especially not knowing me from sally like he, yeah well, it, shit, i mean i brought you the chocolate hostess cupcake stout right and you were like that's <laughs> yeah. awesome but it's yeah. an awesome idea but it's been done Here, it's here's why it's not happening <laughs> actually and by, I was like, okay cool actually by robert nacho now at full point yes he, robert he nacho a, yeah he won a competition good with lord me. he had that um that vanilla waffle cone oh, sick. wow man sick. i'm just Going back to full pint, whenever he takes, he's, I mean, he's taken over, but when it opens up, of course, uh, just the things that are going to come out of there, like everyone's looking for those full pint staples. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be Bobby Nacho's brain beers that come out that you're going to, you're going to, bold statement, hot take, you're going to forget about Chinooki and you're going to worry about this vanilla waffle cone. I want, I want some vanilla waffle cone on the menu right next to Night of the Living Style. Yeah. That's oh, my dream wow. come true. Could you half and half that? <laughs> hey, wow, go, man. Yeah, do some brew science right in front of him. He'd probably blow his mind out. Uh, so 
Moving on to an email here, and this one, this is for all of us. Uh, hey, boys, I'm looking to get a podcast started and wanted to know how you guys got it rolling. Any tips on equipment, direction, or anything else? I am looking to make this something I look forward to doing, so I actually want to get into it more than just dipping my toe in the water. Um, so I'm, I'm going to let you handle the bulk of this one. Okay. Because, I mean, this, this whole thing kind of stemmed from your idea. Yeah. The only thing that I would add into it would be that make sure you surround yourself. Yeah. Because I know from my standpoint yeah. that if I were to do this like by myself, it wouldn't be turning out near as well mm. as having a group of people that I can play off of. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. First and foremost, I concur with you, man. Like, uh, If you're going to do this, if you're doing it solo and you've never done anything that involves like solo stuff before, like if you haven't done stand up or you haven't interviewed people or like even your profession doesn't have you interviewing people pretty consistently, you have to surround yourself with some people that you can play with. Cause, um, podcasts take writing podcast takes chemistry. Um, I mean, you really got to work on, you know, find first, first and foremost, find like the lane that you want to be in before you even buy anything. Like is it something you can talk about is it something you could put together. Can you write yourself a script? Can you last more than 20 minutes? You know, it's, it's, those kind of things. Um, the only podcast that I can think of that lasts uh, less than an hour that's any good is Will Sasso. He had the 10 minute podcast. Is that what it was? 10 minute yeah, podcast? Yeah. And that's because Will Sasso is a, is a fucking genius. I mean, other than that, like we do, we try yeah. to hit like yeah, hour and he, half, and, hour and 45 minutes. And, and Sasso had like decades of writing experience yeah. behind him before he even tried to. Yeah. Do and, that. and then all the people he has on his side too. So it's like, but that goes in chemistry too. I mean, the people he has on are, are incredible. Um, the people he has writing for him are incredible. So uh, tips on equipment. I mean, at this point now, like the internet is robust. I mean, you can, you can literally Google like podcast setup and you can see like what the intro setup is. Yeah. Um, I only had a little bit of experience on my side cause I played in bands and stuff leading up to, you know, my adult life, I guess you'd call it, you know? Um, so I kind of knew like, what mixers I needed and what I needed to hook things up into and XLR cables. I had to slow that one down. Cause I get, I get real slow with it. Um, but yeah, you just got to find, find equipments in your budget first and foremost, and you can make budget equipment work if you have good recording software. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about do your research, make sure you have a good topic, make sure you have good people, make sure you have good production. And, uh, our sponsor anchor, um, anchors great. Anchor's free. Anchor's easy to edit. Anchor is literally the anchor of what we do. Um, I, I dump it on there and I edit everything out and it distributes uh, automatically for you. So we go to six different major platforms across the across the world and we have listeners from all across the world. Uh, so, you know, do all those things uh, and I think you can get, get it out there. And also too, last thing I'm going to say before I'm done with this email is network. Network with a ton oh, of people. For sure. Yeah, go on social media don't be afraid to like like stuff uh reach out to people pick their brains i mean everyone's people who have been doing it longer than you have great ideas that they need to um they want to give to people so that's what you want to do you really want to focus on people who've been doing it for a hot second and they can really guide you yeah i mean just to echo what matt said about the equipment i would buy something decent but within your price range because it's all upgradable i mean going back to like how i started in brewing Get something that's usable, that's, you know, standard, yeah. satisfactory, um, doesn't need to be the best of the best. 
And as you get into it, as you improve, as you grow, as you find out you're good at it, yeah. buy, buy the more expensive equipment yeah. and get better and better. It, it's just a way to grow. Yeah. You don't need to start on the top floor. Yeah. Well, if you guys go back to our pilot, I recorded that on my phone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't sound too it And I mean, so bad. Yeah. week by week, we've been adding yeah. new equipment, new mm-hmm. new segments. Like we, we spitball through the week on ideas. Yeah. And we can kind of conceptualize it as they come yeah into like the notes like we're like okay that plays well we we can find our pocket on it yeah that's the biggest thing is find your pocket set up with the right stuff i mean it starting up doesn't have to be expensive no it doesn't i and i can say that too as it's going back to the statement i made is we're all on a budget yeah uh you know i and i i i'll say that i did i didn't spend entry level money on the stuff that we have but i also didn't like go into debt but the thing is, you yeah. can't. Like, you can. I, I've gone on Amazon. Oh, yeah. You can get mics and stands and stuff for 30 to 75 bucks. You can also blow your wad and get oh, all the, the Yeti setup they have. Oh, for it, sure. It's like five grand. Like, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It, will, will you sound great? Yeah. But again, too, like, if you have pro equipment and you have no idea what you're doing, it doesn't matter. And I mean, even as long as what you're talking about is interesting, because yeah. I've heard some. As far as like audio goes, I've heard some trash can type yeah. audio. But the content's awesome. But the content keeps me there. Yeah. yeah. So I can agree with that. So just um just just work it out. You know, like start start with like like Adam said, like Josh said, like start intro level and try it out, see if it works. And if it does, keep adding. Just keep adding. Uh, and like, we're not even there. Like we just keep adding all the time. And like we've said previously, we want to do video eventually. So just, just slowly add into it and, uh, you know, try to do your best and, and shout us out. Like if you want to do it and you want help, contact us, decayandwtb at gmail.com. We'll give you some tips. Absolutely. I mean, we'll bring you on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And we're still on our, I mean, we're still on our starter mics. Yeah. I mean, Matt found a really good deal on some decent mics. Right. But we're still there. I, I would imagine the next place we upgrade to will probably, probably be microphones. There. Yeah. I would say uh, this because the soundboard I have here is pretty decent yeah Yeah. see i would say next next step is to get like a soundboard that you can have clips yeah i do want that selfishly i want that real bad like fuck 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 (laughs) less pressure on the bets of doom yeah (laughs) i struggled with that one today so uh going on to the update we have here please do not forget that you can catch our triumphant return to the brew scene when bash brew decaying with the boys uh enter the brews and bruises festival uh the brews and bruises festival is scheduled for september 18th at the green tree sportsplex bash brew will join some of the best breweries in the berg including 412 necromancer couch abjuration intergroove full pint and many more for a full day of craft beer love and live pro wrestling we have local pro wrestlers from all over the berg and some from out of state uh, so for full, full details, please follow Brews and Bruises Festival on Facebook because great breweries and wrestlers are being added all the time. And also, too, please keep checking in with us because we will keep putting out the updates for that festival because we are way too excited for it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can't wait. I would say right now all three of us are expected to be there. I yeah. think we'll all, we'll all make it unless unforeseen circumstances keep one of us in a home. I, but, think, uh, I think we're all going to be there, and man. We're, and we're coming, excited. we're coming full force. We've yeah. sat on the bench for a year and a half we have too many good ideas i'm ready <laughs> yeah to get so please i mean we we are bringing the best we have to offer yeah to this festival and uh i'm really excited catch really me in excited. the ring 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm super kicking somebody. Just hitting ropes. Yeah. So speaking of uh, what we have to offer, Adam, please let the people know what's on tap. Yeah, we have a full lineup this week. Uh, the Kicking Kitty Porter is about to kick and kitty it off the tap system at a 7.4%. It is that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to kick out permanently. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to kick, kill that personally today. Yeah. But if you want some, hit us up. Uh, we have the Tuckered Stout Peanut Butter Stout at 7.5%. We also have the Here's Looking at You Kid Twinkie Cream Ale at 4.4%. And our big hitter still on tap. We have a few bottles left. Is the Drunken Donut Jelly Donut Milkshake IPA at 6.4. And new to the taps this week is our, our flagship, if we say we have a flagship, our inspiration to get this whole thing rolling. Yep. The Jojinator Honey Double IPA. Jum, coming jum, in jum, jum. at a strong, strong 9.3%. It jum, ended jum, at 9.3. It yes. ended at 9.3. It and is it a is banger. tasty. It is, it is very orange blossom honey yep. forward. It is still hoppy. It is still delicious, and just a slight, slight bit of booziness. But the honey really cuts through. It's still my favorite thing I make every year. Um, so come check us out, and we have more stuff coming. We we will have a Mother's Day mimosa inspired cocktail beer on tap. Uh, we're shooting for a week ahead of Mother's Day, so keep an eye out on the socials for that, and get some for your mama you love. And uh, we have some other stuff coming down the shoot that I'm really excited about and just stay tuned for yeah. what we have coming. You just keep t- uh, tuned into us. And, uh, and also too, if you want to know how Adam's bringing you the best brews in the bar, you can follow at bash underscore brew on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, he is also on untapped bash brew. If you want to know what's going on here with the King, with the boys, with Adam, Josh, and Matt, please, as always, we are at decaying WTB on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And do not forget to send us in your questions and your emails, your comments, whatever you want to do, decayingwtb at gmail.com. We appreciate what you guys are doing to support us, and we look forward to bringing you some uh, some cool stuff here in the future. So keep your ears peeled because we do have some cool announcements coming up pretty soon. So uh, until next time, guys, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Let's go Let's go drink some Joji. Uh, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. Well, you got to get through that cold snap first. We're, we're about but. to get wrecked.